everyone, and welcome to episode 9 of Verbal Processing Unit, where I process whatever is in my head verbally. My name is Jeremy Coggins, and I'm a youth pastor who likes to dabble in tech, music, games, and really anything that piques my interest. Welcome to the show, everyone. Um, it's had It's been a really uh, kind of a busy day. Busy day. No, not busy day. <laughs> I just woke up. But um, it's been a very interesting week. Uh, got a lot of really cool things that's going to happen. One of which is I am going to um, a concert of one of my favorite bands. Um, and why that's great for me is I've actually never seen them in concert before. Um, I own every single one of their albums, and yet I have never been able to go to one of their concerts. They're based out of Seattle, and so they don't get over to the Midwest area very much. And the last time they were, they were about two and a half hours away from where I was living, and I didn't hear about the concert until the day after. I was so mad, and they haven't been over here since. Um, and now they're, they're the closest they're getting is Cincinnati. And so I'm going to be taking a day and uh, my wife and I are going to be heading down there to see him. So I'm I'm really excited about that. Um, well, the other thing that's happened and what I'm going to talk about today is I have bought a new laptop. Um, so kind of as a story up until this point, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I have had several different laptops uh, throughout my life. The very first laptop that I had uh, bought when I was going to college. Um, and so right around that time was when I decided to buy my very first laptop. Uh, well, mom and dad were buying it for me, but that's besides the point. But the I got to pick I got to pick which one I wanted. Now there was there was a little bit of a there was a little bit of a budget with it, but basically they just said we'll get you whatever laptop you want. Now right around that time was when um, MacBooks were really starting to become very very popular. Um, I I've never been an Apple fan. Uh, I don't like how they market their products. I don't like their attitude towards other things. And I wasn't a fan of how expensive they were for what you got. Uh, and as far as the Mac operating system, I may go into this in detail at some point, but I'm I'm not a fan of how the that operating system works. I prefer how Windows works and organizes things. So I knew I wanted a Windows laptop, but the one of the one of the main things that I was looking for is I knew that with um I was a fan of AMD. Uh and so I knew that I could get an AMD laptop for much cheaper than an Intel laptop and get the same amount of performance. So went to went to what was Sam's Club and got my first laptop. It was a Compaq Presario laptop. I don't remember what the model number was, um, but it was a it was a good laptop for the time. And I bought it three months after Windows Vista came out. So I got to use Windows Vista when it when it first came out, and it was really really buggy. Now when I mean buggy, I mean on a brand new laptop I just bought, this thing would blue screen about three times a day <laughs> when I was using it. it that For brand new hardware, um, it was blue screening three times a day. 
Um, <clears throat> but as that thing slowly came, as it got updated, it got better, and then eventually I got it on Windows 7. But that laptop, <clears throat> excuse me, I was able to get through a whole lot with that. I ended up buying a battery extension for it, which worked a lot. It was, I I put that thing through the ringer. Um, there was a couple, there's a few issues with it that um, I got it sent in for, but that was right around the time that HP acquired Compaq. And so when I was dealing stuff, I was really dealing with HP customer service. And so this was right around the time that I experienced uh, HP's first class customer service. Um, and really after this point, I've been a fan of I've been a fan of HP over most anything else because I because of the experience I had with their customer service. So after this laptop, I. Oh, actually, I used that laptop all the way through college, right? Yeah, I did. I used that laptop all the way through college um, until I, well, really until I graduated. And when I graduated, uh, I was working, working for, actually, my, the school in my hometown, they had an international student program. And I was a dorm dad, um, and so I was, I was you no know, staying in the dorms and making sure everyone was following the rules. And one of the students there, the hard drive on her laptop just completely died, um, and I'd been fixing some other people's computers. So she came with it and said, "Is there anything I can do?" And I said, "Well, it, uh, the hard drive is dead. Um, I can, I can." get another hard drive for it. Um, this is about how much it was it would cost. And she was like, you know, I'll just buy a new laptop. Okay. So I said, is it okay? Do you mind if I buy your old laptop from you? She's like, yeah. I was like, can I pay you like 50 bucks for it? She's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, sweet. So the laptop she had was a Lenovo. <clears throat> um, it had, I believe this had an Intel in it, but it was definitely an upgrade from the compact that I had. It was a little smaller. It was a lot thinner. All it needed was a hard drive. So I went to Walmart. I bought an external hard drive, took it apart, put that hard drive in there. And I used that for a long, for quite a while, for several years. Um, so after this, I, I got married um, and then we moved here to Oshkosh. And then about a year and a half after we were living here, I won a sweepstakes from Nokia. Uh, and this was back when Nokia was a big name in mobile, at least in uh, Windows Phone, in the Windows Phone space. I was following them on Facebook and they had this thing, you sign up and you could, you could win this thing. And I did. So it was pretty cool. I won, I won, I won a bunch of things from it. But one of the things that I won from it was a Surface Pro 2, which uh, I had been, I've been keeping an eye on the Microsoft Surface stuff for a while because I was, I was really a fan of their stuff. So I, I was excited about it. Well, dad was looking, my dad was looking at it too. And the one I got was a 64-bit version. So I, I sold, I sold it to him and then I upgraded to the 128 gigabyte version. And I have been using that laptop for ever, ever since 
for the past almost four years. Uh, I've been I've been using that thing, <clears throat> and this was this was a completely different way of working than I had before. It had a it had a pen that I was able to draw on it. That I was able to take it off and use it use it as a tablet. You know, play games and you know, all all sorts of things on it. It was relatively powerful. It had an SSD in it, which completely changed my life. Um, with just the with the sheer speed of it, um, just to give you an idea, I could turn I could turn the computer off. I could restart my Surface, and it would take about I don't know, 12, 15 seconds total, uh, from when I hit the button to when I could log in again. I mean, it was incredibly fast. So, I've I I love this thing. I I used it all the time. I I did a, I did a lot of stuff with it. Well. The only problem with it is that I have gone through three power cables with it. Um, one, one of the ends kind of came apart. One, actually, <laughs> one, I, I I left my power, my charge cable here at home. And so I bought a third party one. Uh, that wasn't a good idea. It melted. Uh, and so then my next OEM one. Uh, where the the cable plugs into the charge box that kind of came apart, um, and then I'm on the one that I bought now. So I, but the thing is, we're on Surface Pro four at the moment, and Microsoft doesn't make OEM chargers for the Pro two anymore. So I'm getting a little worried about how long it's going to last. So I began looking for a new laptop. Now, ideally, I would get the the newest version, same tier of the Surface Pro that I have, which would be Surface Pro 4, 128 gigabyte, yada, yada, yada. The only problem with that is <laughs> I don't have $1,200 to blow on a laptop. As much as I would love to, that's that's not in the cards with, with the stuff that we have now. So I'm back to finding... A budget laptop. So, for the last few weeks, I've had to go to Office Max for a variety of reasons, and there was a a laptop in there that was really catching my eye. It is an HP Pavilion X two twelve. That that is the model. That, well, the, the model number is a little bit different depending on where you get it, but this is a twelve inch version of the of the of the X2, of the 10 inch version that they had. Um, and it has a variety of differences to it. No, now before I get into that, um, so I've been, I've been, my, this thing had been catching my eye. And so every once in a while, when I go and I go and I look at it. So this is a, a laptop clamshell style laptop where the screen comes off very similar to the, to how the surface book works. Um, the only difference is it's held on magnetically, and so you don't have to press a button for it to come off. Um, and and so one of the one of the downsides of the Surface that for me was actually the kickstand. Um, now it worked a lot. Now the Surface Pro Two had had two angles, which was great, but it didn't work very well when I wanted to use it for media in bed. You no, know, if you lay in bed and you want to watch a movie on it, 
when you use a laptop, you actually have to tilt it down towards you. Well, I couldn't really do that with the Surface because it could only lean back. Well, we ended up getting an arm for a bed, which we which we used to put the Surface in. But I was the more I used it, I was beginning to see that what I really what I really wanted was a clamshell style laptop where the screen could come off and that was the tablet. Well, so this this computer that I found actually looked looked really good. Um, it, 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 this this HP that I have, the screen comes off um, and actually has a, it's rather thin. The, I think the whole package is thinner than my Surface. Um, so I, I was really looking into, I, I really liked it. So I began to look into it and um, found out that it has a, a three by two screen or the, the, the ratio on the screen is three, two, three by two. Um, and this is the same aspect ratio that Microsoft introduced with the Surface Pro 3. And it is designed to give you more workspace. It's specifically designed for productivity. So that was something I was really interested in looking at. Now, <clears throat> it took me a little while to get there because I really, I liked that the Surface Pro 2 was 16 by 9, mostly for media consumption. Um, because when you need to watch a TV show, it filled up the whole screen. The only problem was when I would use it as a tablet with like the pen, it did feel kind of weird because it seemed much taller than it needed to be. So I've, I've heard from people that this three, two thing really helps with that. Um, I also, I also looked at the screen. The screen is, is actually a full HD screen. Now how it works, it's, it's 10 it's 1920 by 1280. So what basically what they did is they put a 1080p screen in there and then just kept adding pixel rows above and below until it got the three to aspect ratio. So what's nice about that is with the, if I'm watching anything, it'll still be in full HD resolution. I really like that. The, the tablet part is made of aluminum. Um, so it's one of the nice things about the surface is that it's made of metal. Uh, plastic tends to, uh, chip and crack over time where metal tends to hold up, uh, after a while. So I was liking that. It also has front facing speakers. One of the main drawbacks of my surface is that the speakers are in the back. It tends to be rather quiet. And so if, especially when we're, we're laying in bed and watching something, if we've got fans or an air conditioner on, it is really hard to hear what is going on in there. So I was really, I really liked the fact that it had front facing speakers. Um, the other thing when I was doing research, it, I, was, I was looking at performance. Um, Cause one of the things I really like about the surface is that it was very fast. So this, this laptop has a solid state hard drive. Uh, it's an M.2 solid state hard drive, which gives you the same performance as, or maybe even a little better performance than a, a normal solid state hard drive. Um, it's got four gigabytes of RAM, which is the same as what I have on my Surface. Um, but the thing I wanted to look at, it has an M3 Intel processor in it. So I went and I found a uh, site that compares performance benchmarks of different processors. 
uh, and I compared the one that was in my surface with this one, and it was only a couple hundred points difference. So the performance of both of these computers are very, very, very similar. So the, 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 the processing power, as far as the processor that I have on this HP, is very similar to what I have on my Surface. Okay, so here, these are all things that are going in my favor that I'm, I'm really, really liking. But here's the kicker. Office Max had it on sale. Normally it was $630 and they had it on sale for $330. That's a really good deal. <clears throat> so I was looking around and nowhere, everywhere else was selling it for 500, something like that. So this is the best deal that I could get. So I got it. Um, I actually had to buy the floor model because at that price it became very popular. Nobody had it in stock except for the, the floor model. So I got the floor model, which meant I got it for, for a little bit cheaper. So I've been using it actually exclusively for the last few days. Uh, the power supply in my desktop, uh, the fan was starting to go. So it's, it's actually been sent to Corsair to be for an RMA. So I should be getting a new one here soon. So I took this opportunity to, to buy this laptop and I'm trying it out. So Office Max has a 14 day return policy. You can return it after 14 days for a full refund. And so I wasn't, because I hadn't tried this kind of a laptop before, I wasn't sure of the performance, I wasn't sure how the speakers were going to sound, I decided what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy it, I'll try it, I'll use it for 14 days and decide then if I want to take it back or not. And if I don't want to take it back, I'll keep it, I'll sell my Surface, I'll get the $330 out of it, or thereabouts, um, and I'll keep using this one going forward. So, what I think of it so far... It is a lot faster than I was expecting. Even though it had, it was a similar performance, <clears throat> I was expecting it to be, to still be a little bit sluggish, and it's not. Um, I'm actually very surprised with how well this thing runs. One of the things about the Surface that I was beginning to notice is that um, something, it, it was it was beginning to show its age. The wireless wouldn't always automatically connect. I'd Sometimes I'd have to turn it off and turn it back on. Um, and it would just, it would do some weird things every once in a while. Now, granted, I've, I, I use my computers very hard. Uh, they are tools and they, I use them like tools. And so I run, I run them full tilt a lot of the time. And I also travel with it a lot. So I'm not surprised that it began having few issues. Um, but I'm, I'm actually very surprised at how well this is running, especially for the price. Um, now, really, it's only about $400 difference between what my Surface was. But you know, I got in my mind, you got a $300. I was thinking of buying a $300 laptop. I'm not. It's a $600 laptop. So it's, it's running that. No, a $600 laptop is a good is a decent mid-range laptop. So you get with that with that kind of with that kind of money you you can get um higher class performance and what you usually get is there's some sacrifices in build quality. Now I see that a little bit. I get a little bit of ringing or vibrating with the with the speakers when I get them loud. The base, the keyboard base is not made of metal. It's made of plastic. Uh, and the the mouse pad is 
you know, it, it it's a plastic, but it has a good feel to it. Uh, the mouse pad is nice and wide. Uh, the keyboard feels nice. So I think, I think that HP compromised in the right spots with this. Now with the Surface Book, the keyboard was like a like a fabric that was on the front. Um, so I actually like this plastic better, and this definitely has a better touchpad than than my Surface. Um, it's decently loud. Uh, there is some processing that you can you can uh, put on that can get it even louder. Um, but I it it actually distorts it way too much, and so I, I have all that turned off. I actually prefer, most computers I prefer the the bass the the uh, default sound without any EQ on it. Um, so. Battery life is a, is about what my Surface was getting, maybe a, a little bit, a little bit worse. Uh, but one of the really cool things about this is it is completely fanless. Um, so I'm getting the same performance as my Surface without any fan, uh, which is which is really really cool. There's no fan to to draw more power from the processor. So one of the reasons this thing has a doesn't have that great a battery life is it's actually got a really small battery in it. But for what it's getting, for the battery that it has, it gets really good battery life, which means this thing is, it's a lot, it's a lot thinner than my surfaces. It isn't, oh, this is kind of weird. So the total package, a screen and keyboard is not lighter than the surface, the surface when it's got its keyboard on. However, the tablet part itself is lighter and thinner. So if you if you take the keyboards off of both and weigh them, the tablet on this HP is definitely lighter than the tablet on the Surface. And that's a big deal. I actually use the screen a lot for writing and taking notes, um, especially at conferences. It's, um, I don't like to, I like to be able to draw and and highlight and do some things like that. So writing is actually is actually great for me. And holding the surf holding Surface Pro 2 in the tablet, actually my hands got really tired. So this is a really, really nice change with how how light it is. Um, the touchscreen seems seems to work well. Uh, it's very responsive. Uh, I'm I am very much enjoying this laptop. But there's a couple of things that were Nice surprises on the last couple days. Number one is that this thing is actually really easy to repair. Um, the, I, on HP's website, it actually gives instructions for how to take the thing apart and replace everything. Um, so this being a floor model, one of the things that I may do is replace the battery just so I can I can know that I've got a a good new battery in it so I can really see what what the battery life is. This thing has been plugged in for the last uh, basically since August um, last August so without without any breaks so the that tends to reduce the lifespan of the battery so I so I can and easily, I can easily change the battery in this thing, which is really cool. But when I was looking at that, I noticed that 
I wondered, can I change the hard drive in this? Because with the Surface, um, I, I could change the hard drive in it, but it would, I have to get a heat gun out, and for a $1,000 thing, I didn't feel that comfortable with it. But with this thing so easily coming apart, I wondered, can I change out the hard drive? And it turns out, I can. So with this, I can take it from a 128 gigabyte uh, computer really to, I could put a one terabyte uh, solid state uh, M2 drive in here, which is incredible. I could literally have all of my all of my OneDrive stuff on here, plus everything else, plus games, and I could put so much on here. So I'm at some point I'm probably going to be putting a new new hard drive in here. But the, but it also gave me instructions for replacing the speakers, replacing some of these other things. So um, I may even go and replace the speakers with new ones. Uh, remember, this was a floor model, so it got handled by a lot of people. A lot of people uh, put the speakers up and had it blaring. And so my thought is maybe, maybe there's some damage to the speakers just because it was a floor model. So I'm thinking about replacing the speakers and the battery to get it back back up to like original performance and then putting a new putting a new hard drive in it to get even get a lot more storage in there so I can carry everything with me that I need that in and of itself being able to replace something that that goes bad and it actually being easy you know I only need a couple of of uh, spudgers or like um, guitar picks in order to take take it apart no heat gun required that that is a big big plus for me so i am i am pleasantly surprised with how with this laptop that i've picked out and i i'm really i'm really enjoying working with it <clears throat> so because of the the process that i go through and and how much work that i do with with fixing laptops and buying computers and all, all that kind of thing. I get a lot of people that ask me for advice when they want to buy a computer or a laptop. So I want to I want to run through a couple of the things that I I help people with or I, I walk people through when they're when they're thinking about a laptop or any kind of computer. The first thing is getting a good idea of what you're going to use it for. Um, so that it's the first thing I ask people, what are you going to use it for? Um, and it's a variety of answers. Usually it's um, word processing, inter, uh, surfing the internet. For that, you don't need a super powerful laptop. But if you get into, you want to do some like gaming, uh, you want to be able to uh, edit video, um, you want to store a lot of pictures, um, you know, you want, you're going to put music on it. Uh, this changes what you're going to use it for. So for internet browsing and uh, word processing, you don't need, you don't need something that has a lot of processing power to it. A little bit of processing power would be nice. You don't need a ton of storage. Um, so usually a lower level laptop you can you can have. If you're going to be storing pictures and music, you tend to want a bigger hard drive. So uh, if you're doing video, if you're doing video and audio processing, you want a lot of RAM and you want a fast processor. 
with a big hard drive. And that's why those laptops tend to be more expensive. So that's the first thing I ask them is I, I help them determine what specs they need based on what they're using it for. All right. And then the next thing I ask them is what their budget is. Um, I want uh, need decide upfront how much money you're willing to spend. For me with this, I knew I didn't want to spend a thousand dollars, but I was willing to spend half that about five hundred dollars for a lap because I knew kind of the quality I was getting for the five hundred dollars. Okay, so determine the budget that you have for the laptop, and that gives you that gives you um, an area to work in. You can you can easily go to Walmart, Amazon, Newegg, any place, and and filter out laptops based on that budget and lower. Okay. Then the next thing that I do is I encourage them to. I, if I if I have them find laptops, I find a laptop in their range, and then I always find them a laptop one to two hundred dollars more expensive. Now, here's the reason I do this: when it comes to laptops and electronics, as a general rule, you get what you pay for. Okay, so if you're buying something cheap, you're getting something cheap. Um, I bought my wife a HP Stream 13-inch uh, computer. It is perfect for what she needs. It's fanless. It's got a it's got a low processor. It's got 32 gigabytes of uh, hard drive on it, but it's eMMC. It's it's a little slower. It's not as powerful, but she only uses it every once in a while for looking at Pinterest or listening to music or watching Netflix. It's all she needs it for. $120 laptop. It's but it's plastic and it and it's not what you would call a high performance laptop. Okay? Whereas mine it's being a $600 laptop it works a lot better. So, a lot of people will set their budget low so so they can they can get um, the cheapest laptop they can. And I always encourage people, if you can, spend an extra $100 for the next tier up laptop, you will always be happier with that purchase. Um, a big example of this is a pastor, um, senior, senior pastor at the church I work at, um, the church was gave him the okay to buy a new laptop. The one he was using was going bad. Um, he needed something better, and so I went and helped him look at some. And he, when we were at Best Buy, now that's the other thing I do. I always tell people to go to Best Buy and handle some laptops and find one that they like. So we went to Best Buy, and we were handling some laptops, and I was going through telling him some of the different ones. And he was landing on the Lenovo Yogo series. Um, he liked that it could go around and be a laptop. He liked that it was touchscreen, you know, all that stuff. Um, but there were two models there. There was a... $500 version and an $800 version. <clears throat> the $500 version had a spinning hard drive. Uh, it had less RAM and it was made of plastic where the $800 version had an SSD, um, more RAM, and it had a more metal construction to it. And so he looked at them and, you know, they seem to be similarly, similarly specced. And he's like, what's the difference between these? 
And I said, honestly, the main difference is quality. The solid state hard drive is going to give you more performance. What you're going to find is this, the, the $800 one is, is going to be a much better experience. Will the $500 one work? Absolutely. But you'll find a lot less frustration uh, and a lot, lot, you'll do a lot less waiting with the $800 one. So that was, and that was right at what, what he was allowed to spend. Um, and so he ended up getting the, the higher tier one and he has been much, much happier with it. So I always encourage people to, to, to go about a hundred dollars more than you would, you are willing to spend. So for me, I was thinking $500. This is technically a $630 laptop, a little bit more than what I wanted, but the performance that I'm getting is definitely worth the price that I would have paid for it. So a couple of things that I always tell people if they want to make their own decisions to look for. One, I I tell everyone, make sure it has a solid state hard drive. If it says HDD on it, uh, hard drive disk, do not get that. It's a spinning hard drive. It's older. It's not, it's not as fast. Um, don't get one that has EMMC storage on it. Those tend to be rather slow. If that's, if that's what you need, that's fine. But in general, if you get something with a solid state hard drive, you will be amazed at how fast it is. A lot of computers nowadays, the one thing that is slowing them down is not the processor or the RAM. It is the hard drive. Um, so going from a normal spinning hard drive to a solid state hard drive, it will it will change how you feel about computers. I will not go back to a spinning hard drive. The the computer that I have at church, it has a spinning hard drive in it, and it drives me nuts. I'm I'm to the point I'm probably going to buy a solid state for it just so I can I can have that boost in performance. Uh, programs open quickly. Uh, the computer just runs more snappy. And the reason is the it is not waiting for the files it needs from the hard drive. When I upgraded my computer, uh, I went from a, a spinning hard drive to a solid state hard drive. And in basically the same system, it went from cold boot. So it being completely off, hitting the power button with a spinning hard drive, it'd take a minute or two to, for that to come all the way up. With a solid state hard drive, it took 10 seconds, 10 seconds. And to restart, it's probably a total of about 20, 30 seconds. That's incredible. It would take almost three, four minutes for it to restart. And if I had restarted, it was a big deal. Now it's not. I just close everything out, restart it. I'm back up and running again. It is incredible how fast they are. So if there's one thing, if I... I recommend going a little bit less storage to get a solid state hard drive. It is always worth it. Um, you have to be a little bit more, a little bit stingier on what you store, but what you get in performance is definitely worth it. Uh, I also recommend get at least four gigabytes of RAM. If you can get eight, that's great. Um, but four gigabytes of RAM should be the minimum now. Four gigabytes of RAM will allow you to do pretty much anything, and you can do several things at once. RAM is, you know, I'm going to save this for some other time uh, about the different components of the computer and how they work. But I, re I recommend getting at least four gigabytes of RAM. 
Um, whether you get a touchscreen or not, that depends on what your your uh, workload is. Um, you're going to find that, <clears throat> excuse me, if you have a laptop with touchscreen, you're going to use it a lot more than you think you will. It, it actually is rather handy at times. I prefer having the tablet uh, with a pen. Um, so that's kind of what I look for. But after, you know, hard drive size and type and processor and RAM and that kind of thing, everything else is based on how you think you're going to use it. So that is, those are kind of my tips for buying a laptop and, and how, how to choose one. Um, there's a variety of places you can look. Um, Best Buy, I prefer using Best Buy just to kind of get a hands-on feel for them. I usually look at, <clears throat> excuse me, Amazon or Newegg, uh, Office Max, Best Buy. Um, there, there's several other places, but those are the main ones. Oh, Walmart. Um, but those are the main ones that I I go and look at. So if you're in, if you're in right now, if you're in the uh, in the market for a laptop, definitely check out the HP Pavilion X212. Um, I I definitely like it. Don't get the tens. They they're they they don't have the performance that the twelve does. Definitely look at the twelve. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, I I think I rambled a little bit today and. I don't know what's going on with my voice. I've been drinking some water, but it's just a little bit of catching it today. So um, I apologize for all the hacking and and choking that I've been doing today. Um, But thank you for listening anyway. um, I've got a lot of of things that are going on. Uh, Basically, if you want to know what's going on with me, go to jeremycoggins.com. I update it fairly regularly with things that's going on but main thing it's got a it's got a link to the church which is uh sunnyview christian church which is where my youth ministry is uh doing a lot of stuff there so uh go check you can go check that out at sunnyview.church um otherwise everything else is at jeremycoggins.com thank you for listening and i'll process again next week